Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Rob Smith. Rob Smith is founder at Team Huddle, a new end-to-end AI-powered meeting platform designed to address the universal business problem of ineffective meetings. With 15 years of leadership experience in AI, technology, and marketing firms, Rob understands that people work and meet differently across roles and industries. With his team, Rob is on a mission to put people at the center of meetings by leveraging AI and machine learning to set people up to do their best work and achieve positive work-life balance. Previously, he founded three other startups and served as interim CXO and advisory roles at a half-dozen VC-backed Bay Area startups over the past three years. Well, good afternoon, Rob. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Awesome. I'm glad we could connect and get on a podcast. And Rob, you got such great a background that we want to jump in, ask you some of the questions so we can get your story out to our audience. So Rob, jumping in, you've got quite the background as a mathematician, your serial entrepreneur, and now the founder and CEO of Team Huddle. Could you share with our audience what drives you and what has contributed to your success? Yeah, well, uh, thank you, first of all, for having me. Um, uh, just a little bit on my background. Yes, I'm, I'm technically, I guess I am a mathematician. I've never really worked in that field, but um, I was really close to AI and that kind of stuff. And really, I've been driven by how can we apply AI to make the world really a, a better place um, and, and fix some problems that are glaring problems that have been traditionally really hard to solve um, before AI came out there. So me and my founders, um, we kind of put together Team Huddle with really a vision, a really clear vision to improve, you know, people's work lives, um, improve the way specifically that they meet in their work-life balance, which we saw, you know, especially towards the last few years, really gone completely off the off the rails a little bit. Um, and, you know, we were uniquely in that place to, to solve that problem because for the past, you know, four or five years, I've been working since I, since I exited my last startup, um, I've been working as a kind of a consultant CXO. And I was able to see a lot of different industries, a lot of different company sizes, a lot of different spaces and companies. And what I came to realize is, you know, meetings are are really broken across multiple industries and across companies of all sizes. And the way that people works, work-life balance has, has been completely thrown off, again, agnostically of, of sector and company size and et cetera. That's amazing. You know, serving in that type of role mm-hmm. where you consult and you get to see different companies, different verticals, and you really learn a lot from that. So I appreciate the share uh, and the fact that you did get into uh, AI, which is something that mm-hmm. we talk about a lot on this show. So so switching gears here, Rob, why do you think meetings are broken? You know, uh, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a great question. I don't think I've gotten a lot of um, resistance when I tell people meetings are broken. I mean, if you've been to, to any quantity of meetings, you kind of feel that they're you know, not as efficient as they should be. They're not as, you know, well put together as they could, but it's really not just about my opinion of if meetings are broken or not. Before we started this uh, startup, we spent six months interviewing people from different sectors, different parts of the country, um, different countries, um, different industries, um, to try to get an understanding of what parts of the meeting process, you know, needs improvement. Um, And it it was all of it. Uh, We've really, you know, found out that the entire meeting process really needs an overhaul, needs different ways of looking at it, um, a different value to people's time that's spent there. Uh, on top of that, there's, you know, Harvard Business Review, you know, has uh, 
done a done a survey, and seventy one percent of managers feel that you know, uh, sorry, you know, that meetings are, are are kind of not where they need to be, um, and and are unproductive in general. So uh, we went out there to fix this problem that not only have we seen in our day to day, not only have we you know talked to people from various industries, different sectors, but we've also seen you know lots of research around this um, that says meetings for the vast majority of people you know, are not a good use of their time, at least most of the meetings that people go to, you know, especially when they're multitasking, doing other things, um, you know, just listening in and, and doing three other things at the same time. That's not probably a great use of people's time. And when you use people's time more effectively, you know, not only does that benefit the business, it also benefits the person attending less meetings, but more productive ones, you know, for work-life balance, for mental health and, and that that whole thing. So um, I would say we, we're, we're not not only do we think meetings are broken, we're pretty sure that they're broken, um, you know, from a variety of sectors. And we're out there to try to try to fix that piece by piece, starting with scheduling. That's awesome. And, yeah. you know, I, 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 I know all too well uh, meetings, <laughs> as you know, I <laughs> uh, grew up in my career and, and was a technology executive. And mm-hmm. it seemed like, you know, I had this work that continued to stack up uh, sitting in and actually a, a meeting for eight hours a day. Right. So, right. So I totally get it. So Rob, we're in a world now where we're adopting new work models. How do you see AI helping solve some of the challenges that we may arise from the hybrid remote work? Right. Um, so that, that's, that's a, that's a interesting question. I, I'll try to answer it the best I can, because, you know, the, the future is, is kind of vague in this. It, there's a gray, a lot of gray in between. We have to see what happens, but what I can tell you for sure um, is it used to be work from work, <laughs> then it became work from home during the pandemic. And, and it was always kind of like somewhere in between the future. We're really, we, we, we strongly believe is going to be work from anywhere. Um, you, you should be able to plug in from a variety of places and uh, get your, get your work done. That doesn't cover, however, collaboration, which is what we're after right? in meetings specifically when do we need to be in the same room together, you know, brainstorming on a whiteboard? When is that more effective? Um, the answer, in our opinion, in our research as well, and, and so far on our platform, what we've learned um, is that it really depends on what kind of conversation is going to take place. Is it a conversation that we all need to be in the same room and it's really collaborative? Or is, or is this like more of a share out, which which can be done great if you're sitting at home in pajamas, for example. You could, you could definitely absorb a share out. You may not be able to plan a product effectively um, without sitting and drawing some stuff out and like explaining, you know, in person. So what I believe technology's role will be in these work from anywhere, um, what we hope it will be, and we will drive that through Team Huddle, is as an advisor of best practices, meaning the technology should eventually tell us what types of conversation, like I want to have this type of conversation. Well, we recommend that you book a conference room, you know, in this, it'll actually ideally say these four people need to be in the room to have this conversation. And you need a conference room for like two hours to be able to have this conversation. Um, So we believe technology's role in the work from anywhere and hybrid um, future is going to be really more of an advisor telling you, hey, if you're going to be in the office these three days, let's try to schedule these meetings while around you're in the office because those are really benefit from being in person with your team. I like that. I really do. And the fact that someone is like yourself and you and your team are taking the time to really delve into this. Mm-hmm. And, and, and because as you know, I don't know how many billions of hours right. a year are lost. So thank you. And Rob, last question here. Yeah. And this, I think this is important, but will we ever achieve work-life balance? 
uh, uh, oh, uh, I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't think it was possible. Now, uh, uh, we, our company's goal is to try to help people achieve that work-life balance. The, the caveat to that, like just, just to kind of like really rein it in. Yes, I think we can achieve it, but it, work-life balance is different for each individual and it's different over time. Um, as So first of all, for each individual, a CEO like myself's um, work-life balance is probably very different than you know somebody else that has you know a, a different type of job, let's say a designer or a programmer, or even just you know a sales representative. Everyone's idea of what a work-life balance is is kind of different, and it's different for different job roles. Um, my idea of work-life, if I can get a ten-hour workday, I think that that's pretty good. <laughs> It'd be better than the you know twelve or fourteen hours I'm currently spending. Um, it's about making improvements and striving towards a goal, not necessarily achieving it. It's, it's, it's something that you'll never really reach perfection to, but we need to get better and get closer to it. Additionally, um, and I, I strongly believe this, having worked you know, in the AI space for so long, um, automation is coming. <laughs> automation is coming for us all, um, which means ideally we'll be working less over time. The four-day work week is just the first step. Computers are and digitization and automation are taking over a lot of the roles that, that only humans could do earlier. Um, hopefully that means we have more free time. Hopefully we can get paid the same amount and, and work less because there are automated machines that are doing, making up the difference. Um, and I believe work-life balance actually, although it seems so, so far away right now, will only get better. Our definition of work-life balance, hopefully one day we'll be working three days, three and a half days a week. Um, let's get to four first and then take it from there. But I really do believe that it is achievable. It's just a moving target and different for everyone. And if we if we acknowledge that and we we say, okay, my idea of work life balance, you know, ten hours is not bad right now. Um, maybe for you it would be eight. Maybe for somebody else it might be six. Um, it, it's about making the best use of that time and being productive and happy. And if you're happy doing work, then maybe you work a little bit more. So it's about understanding what your work life balance is and understanding that over time, over the next decade or two, um, that's probably going to change. That's awesome. And I think you're the first person I've met that has actually really focused to solve this problem. You know, we all talk about it. There's thank people you. that say they're working on it, but, mm-hmm. but Rob, that's amazing. And thank you for sharing that. Thank and you, Rob, bro. you bet it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Absolutely, Brian. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Bye.